Hello, everyone. Welcome to According to Fox. I am your host, A. Fox. Happy New Year. 2021 is finally here. Because Lord knows 2020 has taken us all through the ringer and back. And I'm glad to see it go. (laughs) But yes, it's a brand new year. First episode of the year. Let's get into it. So to kick it off today, I actually am doing this podcast like this is real time right now. It's 827 on Wednesday. I usually do mine probably Monday or Tuesday because, you know, I like to put the show out on Wednesday. But yesterday, last night, honestly, was Georgia runoff election. And I didn't want to do it until we got the the results because that's what happened to me last time. When I tried to do the results on election day and we didn't find out till Saturday who the president was. So even though it didn't work out well last time, but now, you know, I wanted to make sure that the Georgia runoff election went as planned. And by the grace of God, it seems like it did. (laughs) It's, It's a big deal, folks. So I know there are a lot of people who don't have an interest in politics, you know, and that's fine. You know, it's something that you're not either accustomed, like you don't really have a lot of knowledge on it, so you don't speak on it. It's like a myriad of things. But to be honest, it affects us all deeply. I need y'all to understand. Georgia is one state out of 50, Okay. And this is how it directly affects you. This race directly affects us all. This is between two senators. Mind you, Georgia turned blue during the election, but their Senate and everything else was still pretty much red, you know? So this race determined who controls the Senate and the head of Senate now. We control the House of Representatives by a slim margin. But the Senate, that means we got everything locked as Democrats. So, with this win from, oh, by the way, Raphael Warnock is a black man who came from Savannah, Georgia. 11 of 12 children. His mother used to pick cotton. Not too far behind. I just want you guys to know that he's probably like a little younger than our parents. And his mother used to pick cotton. He is now the first black senator of the state of Georgia, and actually, I believe, of all southern states. Now, the first, like, first off, that's major. That's amazing. It's pivotal. Congratulations to you, Raphael Warnock. Now, the other um candidate, John Oath, I want to say, I want to say right. I feel like it's Osof. It could be Osif. I'm not gonna lie to you. But it's Osof, I believe, right? (laughs) And his seat, basically, they're saying now that he's winning. It's 3% left of the districts to follow up in. But they're saying he's winning. With this win and how it directly affects this nation, like I said, not only does it flip the Senate, the person who is head of Senate right now is Mitch McConnell. 
he's definitely proven his racist tendencies. He has also been the incumbent for, I want to say centuries because he's that old, but for decades. And with this, he is now overthrown. I, I know I'm saying overthrown like it's a dictatorship, but that's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's, he is the one that denied us the $2,000 stimulus payment. Don't get me wrong. The Democrats were pushing for this since last year. And y'all's president, Trump, was dubbing it. Dubbing it. All Republicans were like, dub, not happening. They tried to give us $600. And then the president wants to go and say, oh, yeah, that's not enough. 2000 is. So the Democrats, Democrats went back and said, cool. $2,000? Got you. Brand new bill. $2,000. What's up? Mitch McConnell blocked it. Bernie um, Sanders playing the filibuster. That's when you stand in front of Congress for a, a, a lot amount of time to run out the clock and make everybody stay past a certain time. I think it was New Year's Eve he tried to do it. But Mitch McConnell blocked it before that could happen. With this race, Democrats now have control of the Senate, the House of Representatives. The president is a Democrat, and Mitch McConnell is unseated as the head of Senate. This is a huge deal. This is a major deal. And everybody has to sit there and say, I don't care what they do. I'm not voting the Senate fifth. This is why we vote. And I know I make the whole thing about voting, and people say it's a lesser of two evils and all this other shit. Whatever, say what you want. But if you don't make a change in this world, if you don't have your voice heard, you don't have a right to complain about it. And I and I mean that steadfastly. I do. Because even the ones that are saying it's less than two evils, well, are you running for office? All right. Too many people died for, this, for the right for us to vote. And now that, thank you, Georgia. Georgia is fully blue. Georgia is a whole crip out here. Georgia is nipsy on the corner of Crenshaw and Slauson, all right? Shout out to Georgia. That should have been a red state since, it, since its inception, okay? Now it is blue, blue, Nipsey blue. Yeah, I know I love Nipsey, all right? Let's stop acting like that. Let's stop acting like it. You know I love Nipsey. He's going to be in every blue reference I have. Nipsey, blue, Jay-Z, blue, whatever blue you want to call it. Georgia is now officially really a Democratic state. It's never happened before. You know what I'm saying? And this is a huge deal for the country, for, you know, things that can happen in the future. If our Democrats play it the way they're supposed to and act as the politicians that they should be, I know, right? You know, a, a nice politician's oxymoron. I get it. <laughs> but still, if Democrats really play this well, this would be a nice little run. It'll be a nice little run for us. So let's see how this works out after we have just gotten under the thumb of tyranny. All right. And today is the sixth. So in two weeks, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be inaugurated into the White House. And I know Trump is going to make this the most ridiculous two weeks ever. But congratulations to Raphael Warnock and I, I guess it's not premature because they're saying that John Ossoff is pretty much won. He pretty much got in the back. So, yeah. Congratulations to him. And we have flipped the Senate. We have. Now the Senate is in our control. So vote, people. 
It does make a difference. I'm telling you it does. This is what we needed. And shout out to Stacey Abrams. This would not have happened had it not been for Stacey Abrams. Let me tell you a true leader. This is why I'm a fan of Bernie Sanders too. But I'm going to get his black woman her shine. First off, that election was stolen from her. I don't care what nobody says. She was robbed of that election. They made voting incredibly hard for black voters in Georgia around, what was that, 2018? 2018, yes. She lost that seat. And that seat was rightfully hers. And you know what she did? She kept going. Politically, somehow, she kept going. She damn near secured the vote for Biden and Kamala. Damn near. You know what I'm saying? She did a lot of work. She she hustled hard. She did everything she needed to do to get Joe and Kamala in office. And she did the same thing with John Othoff and Raphael Warnock. She did it. She worked hard. She she got them votes out. She did everything she could do to make sure this went our way. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. She's a real fucking MVP. I hope they got a place for her somewhere in this cabinet. They really need to. They owe it to her. You know what I'm saying? When she lost, quote unquote, she didn't run with her tail tucked between her legs. Nah, she she got stronger than ever. So I applaud that black queen. Great job, Stacey Abrams. You know, maybe we can now implement a real change in this country. Because Lord knows after this past four years, we've needed it. So, yeah, shout out to her. Um, In other news, the cop. Well, in August, let's, let me recap because it's been a while. Um, in August, there was a man named Jacob Blake who was shot in his back in Wisconsin. And um, in front of his children, by the way, by um, cops. And he was unarmed and things of that nature. And he, thank God, he's alive. You know what I'm saying? He lived to tell the tale. But um, he's now paralyzed. I want to say from the waist down, I have to be completely sure of it. But yeah, I want to say um, from the waist down, he's been paralyzed. And the officer that shot him is not going to be charged. He is walking away from this unscathed, virtually unscathed. And this is what <clears throat> we marched about. This is why we protested. This is why we rioted. It, it's things like this. They, like the prosecutor just didn't find the need to charge him. And I don't understand why when it comes to unarmed black people, this is what happens. He can get shot in the street because a cop feels he has the authority to shoot you and ask, shoot first and ask questions last. It's, it's more than disheartening. It's, it, and the sad part is very numbing to me now. I'm no longer affected. It used to hurt me. But now, like, even growing up, like, when I first, the first time I saw the Rodney King videos, I remember it so vividly. And I was so hurt watching that. It, it really bothered me. It shook me to my core. I couldn't believe that. And I had to be, like, five, six, maybe, when this happened. And now I am 35. 30 years later... And it's it's ridiculous to be honest with you. Like it's it's numbing. I don't I don't feel the the anger anymore either. I don't feel anger. 
I don't feel sadness. I feel like, oh, this is what's going to happen anyway. Like, I'd have been surprised if they would have charged him. I'd have been happy if they would have charged him. But he probably would have got off when it comes to sentencing and, you know, verdicts and things like that. Like, it's it's to the point where we just don't feel. And that's the worst thing to tell your kids. That's the worst thing to be like, hey, you know how you're supposed to call the cops to help you when things are bad and when something's going on? Yeah, don't do that. Because they might kill you. And you've done nothing. And we know you've done nothing. But it's safer not to call the cops. Do you know how crazy it is to tell a kid that it's safer not to call the cops? Just don't don't ask the cops anything. It's fine. You'll figure it out. Like, you know how crazy that is? And that's what we have to teach our children. We have to have these talks with our kids about when they run into cops, about how they're supposed to speak, how they're supposed to act. When, you know, there are white children who talk to cops, like, they they pay them directly. Like, they are under their thumb. I'll have your badge number. All this other stuff. I pay your this. And we have to teach our kids to be a thousand percent polite, and it will still kill them. It could still get them shot for no reason at all. It's, it's, it's the worst. And, you know, I know I can have, I can find more words and better words to articulate myself. But there aren't any. It's just, it's trash. And this is why I hope the people we have in office really take their jobs more seriously when it comes to charging these cops, charging these people. Breonna Taylor is still, her murder has still gone unpunished. The woman died sleeping in her bed over not a mistake. It's not a mistake. That was sheer idiocy. To go to someone's house with a no-knock warrant, shoot it up, because someone who, the person who lives there thinks they're under attack. <clears throat> so a no-knock warrant is not is not safe for anyone. You have the right to protect your home. Of course he's shooting. He has no idea who you are busting into his home. He has to protect his home. He has to protect his lady. And she's gone. She died from a no-knock warrant, and no one was charged for that. And it was in perfect standing of this antiquated laws that we have in this country. I need politicians to do more. I need them to be better. I need the Democrats to show and prove at this very moment what needs to be done, because this has to stop. It has to stop. Um, prayers to Jacob Blake. I'm I'm just glad the brother's alive. His quality of life is significantly different. But you know, he lives to tell the tale. And that's all. That's like this. That's the only silver lining I could take away from it. His kids still have their dad. A lot of people who died at the hands of law enforcement do, do not have that. You know, and <clears throat> sure, a lot of the people that died at the hands of law enforcement are children. Tamir Rice, Michael Brown, you know. I would say Trayvon, but George Zimmerman was not of the law. He just took the law into his own hands. He was not a policeman. Like, it was just, it's just insane. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. It's just fucking up a lot. Um, In other news. Lord, who thought in 2021 
there's a new strain of COVID now. It was in the UK. And then the first discovery of that new strain was in Colorado. It has now hit New York State. What is this new strain? I don't know. But I don't like two things together. The word new and the word strain. Like, there's a super gonorrhea out here. And I want to know what makes it super. Does it fly? Does it have x-ray vision? Why is it? What it makes it super? I am being told that the regular meds you take when you have gonorrhea do not work for the super gonorrhea. So is this like a, 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 a low-level AIDS? What are we looking at with the super gonorrhea? That is a new strain. See what happens when you hear the words new and strain? The world runs amok. All right. So now there's a new strain of COVID. And New York was already looking funny in the light because <laughs> de Blasio is talking about shutting down the city. Again, now that the new strain is in the state of New York, it is most likely that we will not be outside till like April Fool's Day, maybe. I don't know. We're, we're going to have to play this by ear like we've been doing since freaking March 2020. Um, Yeah, there is a new strain. I need to know what this strain does. I need to understand. Because millions of people all over the world already died of coronavirus. Millions. Now, mind you, this is like a wipeout to me. This is damn near fucking extinction level event. So, whatever this new strain does, I'm 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 nervous to see what it's about. Apparently, there's super gonorrhea and now there's super corona. Who knows what to do with this information? I just just wash our hands and, and wear our masks. Please wear our masks. Like, and I, I hear so many people say, oh, it's mad group thinking. You're letting people brainwash you. And that's fine. You know, it doesn't kill me to put a mask on. It literally doesn't kill me. I'm, is it annoying from time to time? Absolutely. But I'm not. I'm better safe than sorry. You know, you don't get mad at people for wearing condoms. Why are you mad someone for wearing a mask is all I'm saying. Protection is protection. Okay? If they want to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. Don't go in their face and say, oh, you're you're a puppet of the government. Okay, whatever. Like, who gives a fuck? Just put a mask on. It's fine. It's a little piece of, of material around your face. You're fine. God, my day. It's not that big a deal. Like, I, I just can't stand these anti-maskers who have to like yell and scream about oh my god I I don't have to wear a mask is my American right that's the problem with fucking Americans I'm gonna tell you the problem with Americans this is probably why dictatorships are right because <laughs> Americans love telling you what they're not gonna fucking do I'm an American I don't have to do this first off this country is wild young this country barely scratches the surface of historical countries all around the fucking world Ireland, England, France, Italy, Spain, every place in Africa, all right, <laughs> South America, man, please, America, you yeah, shit, let's, let's keep it a rack, okay, this is like a, this country compared to other countries is like a fucking teenager, you have all these goddamn rights that you wish to uphold and all this other shit, I get, that's valid, you have all these rights, but all you have to do is put a mask on, that is it, Karen, 
So what do you call a white Karen, a white man Karen? Is it is it a Keith? Is it a, is it a Corey with a K? I don't know. I'm you know what? I'm gonna go with Bob. Can't go wrong with Bob. Don't even have salt with K. Fucking Karens and Bobs over here. Just saying, ugh, I don't need to wear a mask. I'm good. No, thank you. No. Don't infect me. Don't come over here talking shit. Keep my six feet distance and do what you have to do. If you don't believe in it, that's fine. But at least respect my own boundaries, you know? So, again, there is now super corona. Super. I, I know they didn't call it that. But why not? Everything else is fucking super. Call it super corona. So super corona's here. And that, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to keep it a thousand. I lost enough people to COVID last year. <laughs> I'm not going to be my own loss. No thanks. Don't ask me to go nowhere. Don't ask me to do nothing. I like being in the house anyway. Not a problem for me. So, if you don't see me now, you won't see me at all. At all. Okay? Just being painfully honest here. But yeah, everybody, hey, stay safe with that. This shit sounds like it's like a, a real thing. Again, and a big deal. And I was one of the few people, one of the main people last year, was like, oh, this virus is going to pass. This and the I was super wrong. I should delete that episode. But you know what? I'm going to keep it up there so people can learn. From, I can learn from my own mistakes. And people can see I, too, fuck up at times. I, I should change it to a blooper, though, because that shit is definitely dangerous now if I listen to it. But anyway, stay safe. Stay masked up. And, you know, wash your hands. Y'all should wash your hands anyway. So, yeah, be careful out there. For real. So... Fabulous sport news. There's not a lot of sport in this because my Patriots did not make the playoffs. Um, Cam Newton did not work out the way I thought he would. So, you know, nobody gets sports. This goddamn segment. I don't care. Call me petty. That's what I'll be. Um, but speaking of petty, Nicki Minaj Petty, right? She, she's married, right? She has finally revealed her baby boy. And let me tell you, ain't nothing spit something out the way Nikki spit that child out, boy. That is her baby, okay? Her pick me them. We do not know his name. I hate that. I can understand, like, the whole I don't want my baby's face to be shown shit. That's fine. I guess I understand. People are cruel. Even though her baby's wild cute. People are cruel and, you know, they say certain things. But I need to know a kid's name. Like, that's really a thing for me. I've named about eight children in my life. I'm not even exaggerating. I'm an amazing baby namer. I should really open up a company. And this kid, I need to know his goddamn name, Nikki. You were talking about for the longest. All these bitches are your sons. And you finally have a son. And we don't know his name. Onika, what is this child's name? So much you going to name him Ninja. And she still might do it. She ain't, she hasn't like made her mind up. I don't like ninja. I would I I do think like that's something I would like like <laughs> for some reason, but it doesn't work for me. Maybe because I'm thinking of an air fryer now. I don't think of a ninja anymore as a 
silent assassin where's black can have where's black can have swords and shurikens. No. I think of a an air fryer and the things I can do with such a kitchen appliance now when I think of an engine. I think of a blender. I don't think of anything cool anymore. Like, um, what's his name? Lil Bow Wow, his last name is Moss. His name is Shad Moss. He named his son Stone and I think that's fire. I think Stone Moss is some fire shit to name your baby. That works for me. Ninja does not. Don't ask me why. Um, but yeah, we don't know the child name. We don't know if he a junior. We don't know if his name is Kyle. We don't know if it starts with a K, an O, or an N. Because Nikki's name starts with an O, really. Nikki's just short for Onika. Like, it's... What is this baby's name? And he is fendied out, by the way. That boy got all kinds of clothes. He is a chunky butt. Oh, he's so cute. Super chunky. Apparently, she posted him for his three-month, you know, baby anniversary. Because it ain't a birthday, right? Your birthday is like one day out of the year. So if you go by months, this is technically his baby anniversary. Yeah, I know I don't have children. I, I'm sticking to this. It's not your baby's birthday if it's a month. My birthday is in every month. It just takes up an entire month. It is three-month living. This can't be our anniversary either because that, that's a year. All right, the boy made three months of living, right? Of being alive, of being a person and a thing, right? So that's why she posted his his picture. I'm sticking to that. That's that's the last one. I'm rocking with it. Um, like I said, super cute, very handsome. Um, I'm glad. This is my question though. Not trying to play Nikki or nothing, but when Beyonce was pregnant with Blue, it was all these she not really pregnant things, and I don't believe it. This and the fifth. I kind of had that feeling about Nikki, though. Like, she was in hiding. She did that one photo shoot. And remember everybody kept saying, Beyonce got a fake belly. And when she sit down and folds, all type of weird shit. I don't know. It's just, it's so secretive. And I'm not saying your pregnancy shouldn't be like a precious moment that you share with you and your significant other. I totally believe that. But it was, it was so, I don't. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it. It just seemed like she, she fell to face of the earth, popped up pregnant for like two videos. The one with the, um, the stench who shall not be named. And then, um, the one with that boy who got eight kids and can't talk. And then she disappeared again. And it's like, where's the baby? And you were talking about being pregnant for so many hours. Why do y'all do that? Why do y'all talk about having kids and, and trying to have kids for so long and when you are about to have one, now you go into hiding? I want to see my cousin. Am I a Nikki fan? Not really. But as much as all these bitches are your sons, I should see my nephew. I feel like I know him. Every single song. These bitches are her sons. You have a son. What is his name? I need to know this. Fuck how the baby looks. I care more about what you name that child. I really do. That is my shit. When we gonna find out his name? On his first birthday? His actual birthday? Are we gonna know? We just gonna keep calling him Papa Bear Minaj. Petty. Does he have a daddy last name? I don't like his daddy last name. I know I'm going on a tangent. 
I don't like Zach's last name. His name is Kenneth Petty. That name is wild blah. It's no swag to it. It's no judge to it. You know, just a regular ass name. Onika Mirage is definitely a different name. That sounds made up, but it's really her name. I mean, baby Nicholas? Is it Nicholas? All right, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring, right, before we go to the next part. Three names of the boys. Nicholas, right? Something with a K. Something with a K. Keto, because I feel like she's going to try to go, like, super left with the name and have it like a semblance of the father's name, but not. Nicholas Keto and, hmm, hmm. What would be the last pick of a name? Okay. All right. Don't, don't, don't unsubscribe when I say this name. Kaniko. No? Kenneth? Onika in the boyfriend? Don't don't unsubscribe. I'm sorry. That was my that was my guess. But those are my three. My hats in the ring for it. But congratulations, Nick. You know, he's beautiful. Um, happy for you. Um, talked about it before when she had him. How, you know, black women are three times more likely to die during childbirth. So I'm just it's just a blessing that she's here. And it's a blessing that, you know, he's here, of course, too. And yeah, congratulations, Nick, for real. Like, good job, girl. Super cute. You did you did well. Um, next up, Dr. Dre. Recently, last night, he suffered an aneurysm at Cedar Sinai, and he is was in the ICU. I believe he should come home soon. Um, they don't know what caused it. I have a sneaky suspicion that it's that ex-wife that caused it because child, that woman asked him for money, money. Like earlier in the day, <laughs> it was a whole thing about um she wanted some I think she wanted two hundred million in um spousal support and alimony. That's super outlandish, I don't know. But yeah, she says, um she said earlier yesterday that, you know, Dre had two hundred and sixty two million dollars in cash and Apple stock. You know, Apple stock is a big deal. So, um, you know, it's very hard to, honestly, to to get Apple stock to obtain it. It's very expensive. But she really wants, she said during a time when she wasn't, like, when she was exposing his finances, they were spending $2.3 million a month on living expenses. So she basically, basically saying, the money I'm asking for ain't too much. He got it. I'm like, that's pretty much what she's saying. He got it. We spent this while we was married, so the, he can give it to me. And once that news dropped, that man suffered a brain aneurysm. It's not funny. It's just weird how the body works. And coincidentally, this woman's driving him to death. Um, I don't know. I heard, you know, I'm not really the biggest advocate of Dr. Dre. I know Dr. Dre is a super talented producer. And he is a legend in hip-hop. He's one of the fucking forefathers of hip-hop. I won't go as far as to say that, you know. But, like, with the chronic and him, his project, Snoop Dogg, who's withstood the test of time, he's he's literally created 
music for the biggest names in music. But he is super abusive when it comes to women. And when it comes to men, that energy's never returned. I hate that kind of man. I hate any kind of man that hits women. But when you hit women, but you can't seem to find the same fist, <laughs> same disrespect, and same animosity towards men, it's it, it bothers me. It leaves much to the imagination. So, to what is said, I believe he um abused her as well. He abused Michelle. Um, he smacked a journalist, I believe, on air in 1993. A female journalist named um, Dean Barnes. Yeah, he's super off the handle when it comes to women. Hate men like that. So, you know, that if she wants to $200 million for pain and suffering, I'm not against it. Not against it. It's, it's the price you pay. <laughs> like, honestly. Y'all can sit there and call people gold diggers, and that's fine. Like, I'm kind of, I'm sure people don't give a fuck what y'all think. It's just if a man has beaten you for the past twenty years, or has belittled you, or or things of that nature, and you stuck it out for the children, which you should never stick it out for it at all. Your children have the right to see their mother healthy and happy. Let's not get that twisted. But yeah. It apparently it just drove that man into a into a brain break. <laughs> and he's good now. Apparently he well, someone wrote on his Instagram that he's good. He'll he should be home soon. But they still don't know what caused it. Again, somebody asking it for pretty much a quarter of a billion dollars. That that can cause anyone's head to pop. So, um I do hope he gets well. I don't wish death on him. I do not a fan. I I've, I know his history with women, and I'm I'm just not a fan of it. But I do wish him a speedy recovery. I hope this divorce goes a bit less nastier than it's been. Maybe they can reach a common ground. Who knows? Maybe he'll give her the quarter billion dollars. We'll see you on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. But as far as I know, I think they're going to drag this out. It's just going to be, like, the longest divorce proceeding in the history of time, the way they are matching each other's pennies. So We'll see how that works out. In other news, who didn't see this coming? Kanye and Kim are divorcing. Divorce is a hot topic today, apparently. I apologize. Um, Yeah, this is the kicker. Y'all know I'm not a fan of the Kardashians, like, at all. I do love me some Kendall, right? That's her name. Yes, I like Kendall. I fuck with Courtney. But I'm not a fan of the Kardashian clan at all. But Kanye had the unmitigated gall to say that the craziness of her family is what drove him to divorce. That's that's what reports are. Let me not say Kanye said that, because the nigga ain't called me and tell me. But the craziness of her family is what <laughs> made him decide to leave. Who? Her? Her family? You know, you you got a strong level of crazy within yourself. But her family? I mean, it's been a long time coming, though. Like, she, he's been saying crazy stuff. Kim has become an, a superhero for convicts across the country. And you are just 
out here just disparaging black women as usual, you know, saying stupid things, running for president, things of that nature, doing Sunday service and not paying anybody. The choirs have not been paid yet, apparently. Um, yeah. It's, it's looking he I think he sold some fire festival kind of food over there too. It it was like crazy. And you and then you don't take your meds from time to time. Kim had her mind him take meds. They were living in the park. He decided to live in Wyoming. Like, this is the thing. You knew who she was before you married her. Granted, you had four kids within this time. But what made you think Kim Kardashian was going to move to Wyoming? Why? Is the question. What made you think she's like, yeah, let's pick our kids up and move to Wyoming? What part of her made you feel like she wanted to be on a ranch and, and live country western life? Do you know your wife? And again, not a fan of Kim Kardashian, but the girl's been doing a lot of work for the past year or so. Apparently, she's trying to go back to law school and make things happen. She's staying. She's trying to stay execution. She's trying to pardon people here and there. I guess, you know, her children are black. So I guess she is trying to be more active in the community that she so heavily has sex with. But she truly has taking a step in a different direction that I didn't see her going. I'm actually, I'm I'm not going to say proud. I, I don't fucking know her. Um, but, like, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that she's going this route. But she's still called Kim Kardashian. She's still going to wear what she wants to wear. She's still going to do what she wants to do, go out what she wants to go out, things of that nature. I'm trying to understand how he claims, or the claims are that this family's too crazy for him. To be honest, it seems like you were bringing Kim down these past couple years, and Kim was holding you up, you know? And you, you fucked that up, sir. And again, I've never seen myself on the end of defending a Kardashian, but it has to be said. <laughs> like, you have literally put a a little mar on what's going on with her. She's been doing great. She really has. Um, And I don't think, I didn't think they were going to last when they did get married. I'm just going to put it out there. Didn't think it was going to work out. They have four children and they live in California. So hopefully this doesn't turn into a Dr. Dre situation. Because, <laughs> whoo, Kim got coins. And so does Kanye, and Kim can take half of his, and I believe that was, because I think Kanye was, he's a self-proclaimed billionaire, but I don't know if he's a billionaire specifically, but I do know if Kim takes half, she'll be a billionaire, I'm pretty certain, so California, I don't know their laws, but I'm pretty um, I think that they're very strict when it comes to marriage. That's why people like to get divorced in other places. Like, oh, like Kanye, being that they never really lived in Wyoming, he can't file in Wyoming. It's like a whole thing. But I'm sure Wyoming is a little more lax when it comes to marital assets. But yeah, um, they're they're done. Um, yeah, 
I kind of called that from 21 Jump Street. They weren't going to last. I honestly, I honestly felt like they both were with each other for the aesthetics, for the look of it. Like, they looked like it would work out. Like, first off, Kim dated some random, she married some random dude, dated Ray J, and then it was athletes from then on. And then it was Kanye. And Kanye doesn't even look like her speed. Like, everybody else just seemed to have, now the look, because everybody looked different, but everybody had, like, a, a build, and they were athletic in some way. And I believe Kanye wanted Kim because, just again, the looks of things. I don't really think it was a match made in heaven or love, but you know now there are children involved, so it's gonna it's gonna be a little messy. It, let's hope not, but it's gonna be a little messy, and this is just what what happens sometimes. Um, I'm very I'm not a fan of Kanye anymore. I don't listen to his music. I'd rather not. So if he comes out with an album about this, I wouldn't know, nor would I care. But yeah, I hope everybody moves on and becomes better for it. And yeah, basically, try to keep it civil for the family because when these kids get older, they're going to see it. They're going to hear all the messy stuff thrown out in court. So just, hey, try to keep it civil, folks. For our main topic, um, the song I just played, I'm sure you guys know it. It's um, Beyonce, Flaws and All. And I am not a member of the Beehive. I'm sorry to say. I mean, I love her music. I think she's great, but I'm not, like, insane over her. But um, yesterday I was watching her Homecoming episode, and she was talking about how, um, the weight she was, her heaviest, when she had the twins. And it's literally my weight right now. And I've been trying to lose it for, like, the longest. Last year, remember, you guys, I was, like, on a little health kick. I was running, doing all kinds of things every day. And I was also, you know, I try to be very transparent on this show. Um, I was also on birth control. I was on the Nexplanon arm implant, which I actually rave about. I think it's um a great method of birth control. It's non-invasive. Um, my hormones didn't change crazy. They tell you side effects, and I didn't suffer any, but the one side effect I did suffer was I did not gain weight, but I could not lose it, no matter what I did. Remember, I worked. Uh, um, I ran two hours. A, I ran two miles a day. I did about three-a-day workouts and nothing. There was literally no weight change at all. So in order for me to do it, you know, I had to take it out, and I take I took it out probably two or three weeks ago. But back to the um, homecoming show, I've watched it plenty of times before. But when I listened to her say that her goal, uh, like the weight that she was at, I'm like wow, that's my weight now, and basically how it took her, she had to push herself to do that performance. It took her eight months to complete that two-hour performance, and that performance had. So many different nuances and dance breaks and all kinds. It was gorgeous. It was a 
beautifully made um, performance. It's probably my favorite one I've ever seen, the Coachella one. And she basically, after having children, by the way, so she has a hurdle that I didn't have. You know, this is just regular weight. She had twin weight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like she she made it so that she can fit in previous costumes before she, she pushed herself to the limit and beyond. And she showed up and showed out looking better and greater than ever, you know? And even though I was on that since I took birth control, I was like, you know what? I've been working out daily, probably missed two days, maybe two, three days in the past three weeks. And I've been working out daily, trying to get my swagger back. Because usually when I work out, once I get back into the zone, it's it. I want to work out all day. Like I just got to get back into that zone. And it, she made it really relatable, you know, like, that's just something like, I've never really struggled with weight. I've gained weight before, but I've lost it as soon as I realized I was getting too big, you know, and now that I'm getting older, I have to be more aware of my weight gain because it's harder to lose the older you get. My metabolism isn't the same. I used to be able to eat like five football players and not gain a pound. And my body used to be on point <laughs> eating like that, you know. But now I have to be careful what goes in my body. Um, and, you know, I'm a person who's not into diets. I love food. I do. But I do need healthier options. Um, Like I need to not have so much processed sugar. I need to make sure that I eat more vegetables, more fruit. I'm so carnivorous. I love me a pause. A whole bunch of meat, boys. But I, I truly know that I have to do better. I have high blood pressure, you know. And in order to keep that under control, I have to maintain a certain weight, a certain diet. I don't want to have to take the same pills for the rest of my life. Like, I forget to take them now. I've only had it for a year. <laughs> so watching her motivated me to want to do more and want to be more and be better, so with that, you know, I did lose a lot, like last year, I was so, like, heartbroken, because I did all that working out, I did everything I thought I was supposed to do, and then it was more so a situation where, why is nothing working for me, you know, I'm doing my best, I don't run, and I'm running pretty much 14 miles a week and nothing's happening. So, you know, my confidence was shaken. I couldn't fit any of the jeans I had. My shirt started fitting me like Winnie the Pooh. It was just so much happening. And once I realized the culprit was the birth control, I I kind of, I fell off. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to lose weight anyway, no matter what I do. So forget it. No need to work out. It's a waste. I'll eat what I want, do what I want. Because I'm not gaining it, I'm not losing it, fine, whatever. And you know what? That was a terrible train of thought. <laughs> you know, it was just bad. <laughs> so I now understand I still should have been at it, you know. Still should have tried a little harder. Um, I do want to fit my clothes a lot better. Man, y'all don't understand how your stomach could get in the way of a bomb outfit. Like, you have no idea. My target areas are my stomach and my thighs. My 
family is very bottom heavy. We are thighs, butt, and gut, especially thighs and butt. It is ridiculous on my mother's side of the family how much bottom action. Pause. <laughs> that came out wrong, but you know what I mean. And I, the thighs have become crazy out of control now. You know what I'm saying? Stomach. Nope, my waist is definitely there. When bitches be like, what waist? I, I can say it's this waist. It's this entire waist that has to go. You know, so with my confidence being shaken like that now, I'm more confident that I can do the job. And it's more of now a goal that I know I can attain if I just do everything I need to do. Um, my motivation for losing it, like I said, is my health. You know, the high blood pressure, I can't be stressed like that. But it also, exercising, like, helps the things in your bloodstream. My pressure can be lower. I would need pills if I just exercise regularly and eat right. And, you know, it, it would be great. It would be way lower. I wouldn't have to depend on medication. Um, I just want I, I to look and feel better, like, the other day. I was on the phone, and I was like, yeah, I feel pretty today, and, um, you know, just feel good, and he was like, you're very pretty, you're pretty, like, you can't say you feel pretty today, you're pretty every day, why do you feel pretty today, I'm like, because I just don't feel it, and it's because the way my body is, I just don't feel it the same, my face is the same, but I don't feel as pretty, you know, and then I said, you know what, I'll change it, I feel uncomfortable. And he's like, there it is. That's the word you use. And that's what it is. I feel uncomfortable in my own skin. I've never felt uncomfortable in my own skin. And, you know, everybody has their own flaws and issues. Like, I saw a post with a guy saying, what stopped me from looking like this? And there was a woman with, like, big breasts, small waist, and hips. What stopped me from, and I hear women saying, oh, um, Oh, my stomach, this, that, and the fifth. First off, I looked at the guy who posted it. He needs to worry why he doesn't look like Idris Elba. That's one. Two, what people need to understand is everybody doesn't want to be a builder body. But when I look, when my weight was a, was a great size, my body and shape were a great size. A lot of, I, like I said, my family's bottom heavy. At the top, not so much. You know what I'm saying? Strong C cup the most. Not every woman is built the way these women you see are built. They're just going to the same doctor. There are pear-shaped bodies. There are apple-shaped bodies. There are slim builds. They're slender. They're athletic. There are things like that. You can't think every woman's body is going to be a big bust, small waist, wide hips. It doesn't work like that. And I actually don't have hips. Never had them. Can't tell you how. I am straight up and down from the front. From the back, you see the curve. A friend of mine actually calls me the hipless wonder. Because when you see me from the front, you don't think there's anything there. Oh, but there is. You know, not everybody's shaped the same way. You men kill me with that. Y'all want one woman, one monolithic shape, one monolithic look. That is not how the world works. That's not how we work. If I was to lose the way I want to lose, I wouldn't have to be shaped like that and I'd still be content. I still be more than happy with the fact that I could walk around in crop tops again. Okay, I love me a crop top. I, I wear as little clothes as possible. I'm a nudist in a past life. I hate clothes. I lose weight. 
My mother told me one time that all I wear is napkins when I lose weight. That's how short my clothes are. That's how small my shirts become when I am a specific size. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 not I wouldn't say it's pressure from men that make me want to do this because, you know, I don't have any complaints on this side. But for me, it it bothers me. My self-esteem definitely dropped a, a crazy low during this whole process. But I still love myself. Don't get it twisted. I love being Fox, you know. Hey, Fox is the shit. I'm pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> but, you know, I just don't feel like me. And I'm trying to take the steps now to feel like myself. So I have a goal. And plus, the birth control has to come back in. Y'all know I don't want no kids. So this is a dangerous game I'm playing anyway. And so my goal is to be, and I told my um gynecologist, I plan to be back in June. If I reach my goal weight sooner, I'll be there first thing. Because, again, I didn't gain weight either. So I guess it, it can help me maintain the weight that I was trying to, you know, the, the weight I'm trying to have. So if I hit a certain number, I put my you know, um, non birth control in. I can stay that size without a worry. I would still continue to, you know, work hard <laughs> and diet. Like, that's my, my main issue, diet and discipline when it comes to diet. I love sugary things. That's just how I roll. And I have to curb that appetite. Like, I want to go back on the grapefruit diet that I was on. But when I was younger, I couldn't have grapefruit unless I had a mountain of sugar on it. Now, I love grapefruit by itself. And I know some people are like, oh, it's bitter, it's disgusting. I guess my palate changed because I love me some grapefruit now as a grown-up. <laughs> as a grown-up, you hear me? As an adult, I love grapefruit. Boiled eggs. It was grapefruit, boiled eggs, for and um, detox tea for breakfast. For lunch, it was a grapefruit, half a grapefruit, sorry, and salad. And for dinner, it was half a grapefruit and um, meat and vegetables. Because the grapefruit, apparently, not only is it supposed to cut belly fat, it's also supposed to curb your appetite. And that's my issue. My appetite is just, like, out of control. I can eat all day, of course. So to discipline myself to not eat as much junk and to stay on the path of, like, working out, that I can do, but disciplining myself and, like, maintaining my diet is going to be my struggle. I know I'm going to be irritable. <laughs> I know I'm going to be angry because when I'm hungry, I'm upset. This is a real fact. <laughs> so I'm going to make, start the grateful diet again because I honestly wasn't, I wasn't starving like that on that. It really did help curb my appetite. I was doing great on that. So I'm gonna start that again. Um, what else can I do? And it's like whatever meat, veg. I like green vegetables. I love green leafy vegetables. That's my thing. I hate carrots. I hate tomatoes. I hate cauliflower. It's a lot of vegetables I dislike. Um, but I would have to put them in the repertoire for now. But yeah, I'm just going to try to achieve that goal weight and stay there 
you know, because now I'm 35, and the next milestone is 40. And child, I want to be 40, like, just out of shape, out of control. So this is for me, you know, I'm confident that I can do this. I'm confident that I can make this change. And if you guys want to make the change with me, we can. Like, I can really, like, set up something on um our Instagram. According to Fox underscore between before and after the two. Um, and I feel like we can, if y'all need motivation, we can do it together. You know, hit up the um Instagram, DM me and let me know. Um, see if we can be each other's motivational buddies. Oh, I'm gonna do a two mile run today. Um, who wants to join me? Who wants to do it? And you know, you guys just send me your progress on Nike Run Club, whatever app you use, things like that. And we can do this together. I'd really appreciate that. Like, cause you know, everybody needs somebody to do it with, even if it's distance. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I'm, but I have embraced my flaws. I have embraced the fact that I'm not perfect, nor am I the size that I want to be. But I will get there, and I can get there. So. Yeah. So guys, help me out. Pray for me. <laughs> and let's just hope I get to that goal by June. Okay? For real. Five months we gotta do it, okay? All right. As for today's weekly hustle, it was just a meme I saw, and it's literally how I feel. So here it goes. My goal weight is not a number or a size. I just want to look good naked. That's it, folks. That's all I want, to be bikini ready, to be nude, selfie ready. That's it. (laughs) This has been According to Fox. Peace out, y'all.